The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to this episode of Leadership Stars. I'm your host, Linda Patton, and I have an absolutely amazing woman on with me today. Uh, Let me tell you just a little bit about her. She's the heavy metal psychic. She's a psychic medium and astrologer. And that means that she communicates with all sorts of beings and creatures, living, animals included, the spirit world, planets and stars, which I think is just incredible. Plus, she's a mom. She's a wife. And her husband is just amazing. uh, A minister and a personal life coach. And we're going to ask Melissa what she, how she puts all those together uh, in order to make a practice that's absolutely leadership-bound and wonderfully creative. She's also learned how to become empowered with the challenges that she's had in her life, and she loves helping others to do the same. This is a woman who I greatly admire, and I am so glad we're able to have her here on the show today. Welcome, Melissa Bruce. Thank you very much. It's very nice to be here. Uh, Melissa, it's it's a delight to have you uh, on this show. I've, I've actually been trying to f- figure out, you know, when we could get you on, and I'm so glad we were ma- able to make it happen for today. So, I um, agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with some questions. You uh, label yourself as the heavy metal psychic. Yes. What does that mean? Well, first of all, you probably won't see another one. Um, There have been some rock psychics out there and, you know, um, very close. But there was a couple of reasons why I chose the heavy metal psychic. And the the main reason was I was involved in a lot of groups, spiritual groups and chat rooms. And it was all just kind of airy, fairy, let's all listen to Enya and hold hands and Mm. sing Kumbaya kind of a thing. And that's just not me. Um, I am a raging metal head. I love heavy metal music. I love the messages that come through in heavy metal music. And at one time, my husband was a a drummer for a heavy metal band, uh, Mm. off and on, twice. And the the band has unfortunately broke up last year, but it gave me a, a, a wonderful opportunity to be able to bring the psychic medium astrology realms into the heavy metal realms and the, to see the faces 
on people as they walk through all these vendor booths at fairs and go, there's a psychic here? Wow, when did that happen? It was it was amazing. And I am really, truly um, unique. I'm an Aquarian. I like to stay unique. I don't like to jump on bandwagons. I'm a natural leader. I'm a rebel. And so because of, of all of that, I love to be able to bring this type of spirituality into the real world and into realms that you don't normally see it in. And it's part of my way of, of teaching and spreading that sort of spiritual love and reality into the rest of the world. So you, you, you take your spirituality and, and what you do into different realms. So you take it into corporate, you take it to individuals who are entrepreneurs, obviously leaders. Um, and how does that all incorporate? sort of blend together? Uh, well, it, it's actually a lot easier than, than one might think because it is, it is what it is. And everybody needs a little bit of personal development. That was the lesson number one that I learned in this business because there's a lot of mediums out there that have not done that for themselves. And you can, you can tell, um, not to put them down or anything, but mm-hmm. you can tell. Um, and when it comes to things like success, most people have these basic personal hangups. And what I do is I connect with their spirit guides or their family members in spirit or their angels and help them be able to identify those hangups so that they know that they're doing it and have a choice afterwards to be able to allow those obstacles to keep them back or bust through those obstacles and and keep going towards the next obstacle because let's face it that's what life is right right um so really what i'm my main focus for everybody and i don't have a specific tribe i'm i'm the heavy metal psychic open to everyone to help everyone whether you are you know the the what what you would call the lowest person on the totem pole versus the mm-hmm. CEO of the company everybody has the same problems everybody has the same human aspects that we all have a problem with from time to time understanding how to use them mm-hmm. and that's basically what i do it doesn't matter who you are i'm there to help you out if you need the help Okay, and I'm going to ask you a question I asked a a previous guest. So do you believe that women have a greater fear of success than of failure? Yes, I do. And um, I would say actually women and men both. Um, I'm not necessarily, most most of my clientele is women because they're more open to this sort of thing. But um, I do agree with that because for the most part, historically, if you look at the difference between men and women, men are supposed to be successful and women are supposed to stay home and take care of their successful man quietly. And I always think of Abigail Adams when I talk about this because she was amazing, but nobody knew this, you know, very few people knew this because she was, she was mainly feeding her husband this information. So, um, these days, we kind of have it pre-programmed into us as women that we're supposed to be um, assisting, not necessarily standing on our own in being successful. And, of course, these days, we don't agree with that, right? So, we women have a tendency to right. overwork right. So and... Yeah, and 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 have that ingrained in our brain that we can we can work harder than any man, but we're still not necessarily going to get up to a man's 
level. And I do work on trying to bust that one out of the park, too, because yeah. it's not true. <laughs> it's not true well, at yeah, all. I mean, we were taught to be the helpmate, and it goes back, you know, in the Christian Bible and Jewish Bible, all the way back that far, and maybe even further than that. That once we became more um, uh, an agrarian, a farmer type community, as opposed to wanderers, that the women stayed home while the men went out and hunted. That was just the way the things were, um, unless you were an Amazon, and then you got a chance to go to war or a lion so, um, or a lion because so the I females agree. hunt not the males and <laughs> so melissa what you what we've learned from the time we were children was that we we as women were that to our significant other and that really goes back into history um and you go back through the uh, the medieval times and into the early Roman times and back even further, the women stayed home and took care of the home while the men went out and hunted and brought back the kill. Now, there, you talked about Abigail Adams, and there's a woman who I also think uh, did a fantastic job of hiding and yet very helpful, and that was Edith Wilson, who was Woodrow Wilson's wife. Yes. And when he had a stroke right after World War One, she ran, she was his conduit, and basically she ran the presidency until he was able to do that because she understood that if she didn't do that, if she didn't step up into that leadership, that all, all of what Woodrow wanted after World War One would not have happened. And there's another woman who just um, just did it and did it quietly and we did it behind the scenes and um, very few people even know that it happened, right? Right, right. There's some amazing women in history. Oh, yeah. They're just really. In, uh, you're right. Yeah. So, audience, I encourage you to go look for the hidden leaders, women especially, that history has, I want to say, ignored or at least put behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you've, you've always known that you're a psychic, yes? Uh, yes. I, well, I always knew I was a medium. I, I okay. grew up seeing spirits as if they were regular people, just like you, regular living people, I should say, just like you and me. Mm-hmm. So... Children oftentimes have their, their, quote, imaginary friends. Yes. Who only they can see. Is is that a form of medium work? So how can we lose that? Well, it is a form of medium. Most imaginary friends are spirit friends. And there's a number of reasons why we lose that. Most children do. Um and the biggest reason that I've come across with most of my clients is that when children start to voice their imaginary friends or they start to voice, you know, having visions and seeing things before they happen or feeling things from other people, their parents or other adults around them, it could be, you know, uh, even school related, will, will tell these kids, you're not supposed to do that, you know, or make uh, light of it like it's just in your imagination or, you know, certain things like that. So at those teenage up in, you know, and when they're, you know, moving into adulthood, they start to ignore it. They didn't lose it, but they start to ignore it because they're told it's wrong. Mm -hmm. 
And then many people come back to me later on, much later on in life, and and they realize they did this as children, but they can't seem to get away with it or from it because it starts to get stronger. And that's when they start to learn actually what to do with it and how to use it. Oh, that's fantastic. So how did you get started on the astrology side? That's a funny story. Um, Actually, as a child... We just, my mother had Linda Goodman sun signs and, you know, oh, it was yeah. the 80s, you know, and I grew up in, in Hollywood in the 80s where there was, you know, these metaphysical stores everywhere. And um, as an adult, I went into this site, which will rena- remain nameless because um, we don't really get along anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. The door just slammed. <laughs> and... Um, I was in this site and there was no astrologer there. And I always, you know, knew about regular sun signs and would talk to people about their sun signs. And my mentor, who taught me how to do mediumship or how to use it, I should say, was in that site and kept telling everybody, Melissa's a really great astrologer. And I kept saying, no, I'm not. Stop telling people that because (laughs) I'm not. I mean, I knew about sun signs, but that was it. And people wanted to know. They wanted to learn. And because of that, I had to learn. Mm -hmm. So I did. And it was a struggle. And I just have to say that um, my, my grandmother, who passed when I was 18 years old, and I only knew her for three years before she passed, um, mm-hmm. because I didn't know my dad before then, uh, was really such a huge help in spirit to me, um, helping me learn astrology. And I did not know at the time until about eight months after I had started the process and had her helping me that she was an astrologer when she was living. It was not a conversation that we had ever. Um, but my dad came and told me later on that she had done the birth chart, his birth chart and all the charts for his friends and, and all of those things when he was younger. So here I thought that once you die, you just know everything in spirit. Actually, she really did know what she was talking about, whether she was in spirit or living. So it was really kind of a a very cool experience to have with her. And and I love the fact that your grandmother is with you in spirit now, and you didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to be with her when she was alive. Now, you've also learned the tarot and how to read the tarot. How does that interact with astrology? It, they're very similar. Um, the cards, the, the major arcana cards are, you know, very similar to the planet energies. You do have all four elements in the minor arcana as you do in astrology as well. Um, I will say, though, that for me, it's not the same for everybody, but for me, I really had to learn and understand the mediumship aspects of of, of everything before I could implement it into tarot or astrology those are tools for reading whereas the mediumship and the psychic abilities and even the empath abilities that we use are the main meat of of what we do and then the tools come in and just kind of sort of either enhance what it is that you're doing or give you a specific focus on what to look for specifically in those readings and you still very much um, connect with spirit um, when did you realize that you really had that ability to uh, 
connect with spirit in just a short story? Well, the first time I ever saw a spirit, I was about four years old. And my grandmother came to visit me, which was a big, huge deal. And when she came, she always had Tootsie Rolls and gum and things in her purse. And I would go through her purse. I loved her purse. I loved the smell of it and everything that was in it. And... Um, we were asleep in the middle of the night and she would always put her purse up in the in the closet and I saw this little girl in my room that was a spirit and she was trying to get that purse and I woke up the whole house by yelling, hey, that candy's mine, get out of there. And <laughs> everybody thought, you know, okay, how weird. Now my, my parents or my mother, I should say, she didn't, you know, poo-poo what I was doing. She knew that I knew what I was doing, and so I was able to keep it all that time. But that was my first actual mm-hmm. experience of seeing something like that, and because I vocalized it, knowing that I could see it, but nobody else in the room could. Ah, fascinating. Well, we're going to get more in-depth with Melissa around how she uses these skills to help business earners and just individual people to really succeed in their life. So we'll be right back. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Voice America Women's Channel. 
a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back to our episode today, and I'm with the Oh, just very spiritual and interesting, amazing woman, um, Melissa Bruce. Melissa, welcome back. Thank you very much. And I'm All leaving right. the door so shut Melissa, so the spirits can leave it alone now for the rest of the show. Okay, sounds good. Um, I, I guess I have a question. Um, have you ever been scared when connecting with a spirit or found it's yourself dealing with one that's really difficult? To be honest, yes. I have dealt with some that are very difficult, um, although I have not met what, what many call demons. Um, I have not met one yet, but I have met some pretty um, pretty restless spirits. Um, there was actually one in this house that I'm currently working out of and, and living in right now that was attached, and they do take on forms that are not necessarily human Esque, I guess, in visualization, in order to scare you off, in order to make you leave. And this guy did not want us here, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to cross over. And it was a lot of work between myself and my mentor to to finally find a way to um, not not make him leave, I guess, but to mm-hmm. um, help him get to the point where he wanted to leave and cross over. So it, it took us a few years, but I have been, um, there was a, a, quite a few experiences with this one where he got very <clears throat> aggressive. Um, my husband even had an argument with him and my husband did not believe in spirits at all at the time, um, or didn't want to, I should say. And, um, it was very uncomfortable, I think for everybody while he was here, but, um, and and there was some forms that he took that were that were frightening to be honest with you but i also teach people how to do mediumship and the first one of the first things that i teach people is the minute you get scared is the minute they know they're in and they'll keep doing whatever it is that they need to do to make you because they feed off of that fear Whereas mm-hmm. you have boundaries and say, no, you need to get out or no, you're not allowed in here or no, you may not touch this person. Then um, they, they tend to, you kind of take their power away and they have to listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so why is it important for us as individuals to connect with our loved ones? Um, and, and how does that help us to get over um, difficult challenges or to help us with direction, purpose, whatever it might be? Well, first of all, we're human beings and human beings are emotional beings. That's what we're here for, to have an emotional Mm -hmm. experience. In spirit, you don't quite have the same group of emotions that you do when you're in, in living form. And because of all of those emotions and because of what we want and because of all of these different variables, we really can't see ahead that far for ourselves. And being able to connect Mm -hmm. with my family members in spirit, and I've got about an army of 15, 16 that travel along with us wherever we go these days, all people that were <laughs> living at one time that, I, that we knew, 
um, they can see farther than we can. And even mm -hmm. a lot of people come to me and, and, and they say, well, obviously you're a psychic medium, so you should know everything. That's not true. I'm still a human being. And I still let my stubbornness and my fear and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff get in the way. Mm -hmm. So being able to connect with my grandparents or my friends in spirit or, or anybody else really helps me to be able to see things for what they are and not necessarily for what I want them to be or what I'm afraid they're going to be, if that makes sense. It does. So it's it's sort of like at the end of the top house in Disneyland, you have the three spirits who are sitting there hitchhiking. Uh, your your troop is like you've picked up all these hitchhikers and they happen to be people that you love and, and know from your family, right? Yes, and I don't pick up hitchhikers that I don't know. Um, uh, I, I very, I protect myself and uh, that's another thing that I teach in mediumship too, is I protect mm -hmm. myself. Now I do have funny that the same door that shut itself, um, usually have daily a line of spirits that kind of sort of come in and they pop their heads in and they need help. They're random. Mm -hmm. And it, it, you know, because just because we, we die doesn't mean that we cross over right away. Um, there are instances where some spirits do get stuck where they are, and these spirits are usually coming for help with that, or they're looking for somebody in particular and can't seem to find them. But they don't stick. I don't allow them to stick. The only ones mm -hmm. that are constantly with me are family that I have allowed to stick with me. And I'm not going to lie. There are a couple of people that I didn't like when they were living, and they're not allowed around me when they're now that they're dead either. <laughs> so... Um, at least not until they've, uh, I, you know, I don't know, stop being how they were when they were living, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact that you, you have that discernment. You can make that choice. You can say to them, no, not you. Yes, you. Um, and really have around you a council of advisors who you know, love and respect. And are I'm giving absolutely. you, you know, yeah. Yeah. Melissa, you do readings. Um, and I know you, uh, and we'll talk about your free gift in, in just a little bit, but um, you did for me a 13-card tarot reading um, predictions for this year, um, and I, it's been delightful. Uh, I, I do have, uh, and more for the, to edify or to educate and edify you, uh, and ed I'm sorry, edify you, educate my, my audience. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you do that in, in the first place, how you pull that together. Actually, it's one of the few tarot readings that I do these days because to me, the tarot is insignificant when you have the mediumship. But this particular reading um, came about many years ago, and it's 13 cards, but it's a card specific for each month of the year. So 12 months, and then that 13th extra card kind of ties the year together, or I've been finding that... Uh, for a lot of people or a lot of my clients, it sort of gives you the ultimate lesson of what you're going to learn this year because it's another part of the human, 
the human aspect is is learning. You know, we're 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 here. You know, as humans having this emotional experience, learning so that our souls can grow into whatever they're supposed to be. You know, in the end, whatever that is. Don't ask me because I have no idea. They haven't told me yet. Um, <laughs> but this particular reading, um, I've been doing for about five six years. I do have a few clients that have been getting one faithfully every single year since the beginning, um, and every year it keeps growing and growing. I think last year's readings I did three times more than I've ever done before. I had so many people um, asking for them. And what I like about them and what most people like about them is it just, it's not going to give you an absolute clear prediction this month you're going to win the lottery, you know, kind of a thing. So make sure you buy a ticket. But it does give you a general overview of the highs and lows of the year. Um, it gives you an opportunity to prepare for those lows. It gives you an opportunity to, which I feel is really important, when you do have the highs to remind you to celebrate your successes. Mm-hmm. Because um, as humans, we tend to go, okay, great, I did that. Now I'm moving on to the next thing kind of a thing. Right. And, and we need to take time to celebrate where we've been. Because if you keep moving and moving and moving, you never really feel that you've accomplished anything. So, um, and occasionally it does give warning for uh, different financial things. Like I've had, there's a couple of cards in there where it says, you know, be mindful of, of large expenses, meaning, you know, don't necessarily spend the money just because you have it kind of a thing, or it will uh, kind of give you a clue that, you know, there might be a financial, a large financial expense coming in at, towards the end of the year. So, you know, at the beginning of the year to prepare for that. Yeah, that's wonderful. And but I, I, I told you I think when we sat down and talked that there were two months that were actually sort of if they felt reversed. Um, right. One of them I was supposed to you know have all these speaking engagements and whatever. And it turned out it was the month before, and I I asked I think I asked you at that time. So um, it it as you said it, it can prepare you for something, but in this case it was sort of like it was reversed. I do love this month though a whole lot. Um, you know as far as finding partners for a particular venture and I, I am looking for some uh, venture partners as well um, it looks like a very exciting time yes my life has become very 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 exciting and and you know how busy I am so mm-hmm. but as a leader how do I use a reading like this in order to one move my business forward but also perhaps dealing with the people on my team um, it's actually a great tool for leadership because um, it, it will give you, and, and I have to say, you know, some sometimes occasionally that will happen where month, two months are swapped. You know, they, it is there, but they're not in the same place, and that's okay. And yeah. a lot of times these months will kind of run into each other, too. I'll notice that the cards all, you know, in a three-month span all seem to kind of, you know, go together and mean the same thing. But as far as a leadership tool, actually this is, probably one of the best leadership tools you can have because it gives you, first of all, a chance to be able to plan ahead and mm-hmm. and really look at what you have coming, uh, coming up. It will also give you clues as to, let's say you're looking for new people as a leader, but there's somebody that you just don't feel right about. And in yeah. your reading, it says, beware of somebody who you know, it isn't quite what they say they are kind of a thing. So it, 
it, it kind of gives you confirmation for your own intuition, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. it, it provides the best working times for the year. It provides the best rest times for the year. It provides a little bit of a balance for you. And when it comes to things like, like this month, I'm looking at your reading right now because I do keep them <laughs> as well. Yeah. The Ace of Pentacles, you know, the Ace of Pentacles is great because Aces are all about new beginnings and Pentacles mm-hmm. are all about materialistic things, including money. So, you know, a new beginning that's fresh, that's going to bring you these material things is fantastic. What that means in your reading for this month in particular is now we're going to start something new and it's very much money based, you know, Mm -hmm. as in I'm going into it to make money as a leader um, or even as just a regular individual who's not a leader. If we don't know the chances of us actually going for it are not as good as if we did have a clue so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that little bit of a clue kind of gives us a little bit of an edge and puts us in a place where where we are more apt to take that risk and move forward than maybe we were before. Yeah. And I think that's so, so very powerful because um, you're right. I I keep running and running and running and running. And um, I don't always look back to, to stop and celebrate and that kind of thing. I also love the fact that this month is not a whole, whole lot of work needed to get things set up. It's almost like a conversation happens and the opportunity is born. I mean, it's like, okay, I like effortless. I like easy and effortless. So this is right. you know, it's, it's a great comment. Um, and I do have to say that September really resonated with me. I think primarily because we're going to Scotland for most of the month. And that whole comment about make sure that you book your me time. Um, that's what that's all about is just enjoying the, the community, enjoying the country, enjoying all the things we get to do there and really not quote thinking a whole lot about the business and letting my team, uh, run that. So I thank you for September cause it was perfect. Awesome. And I didn't know, just so everybody knows, that she was going to Scotland until last month. So yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did the reading for her. I talked about it all. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think the other, you know, you said sometimes things are grouped and you, you said this about the the early part of this year, the January, February, March, were all in the swords um, area um, and they were all the, the, um, the face cards and right. how that all together. And, and it was really powerful in the beginning of the year to use that to set up what my year was going to look like. So leaders, listen to this. These these 13 cards can help you help to predict, help you to plan, um, help you to work with your team in such a way that you manifest the vision that you set for 2018 now. Because you're, you're doing readings for 18. Right? I will be starting September 1st. Um, okay. I, I will be doing readings for, um, for 2018. Those are starting. And I only do them from September to December 31st. Uh-huh. Um, because it's it is my most popular reading and my husband has said this I don't know how many times you should just do them all year long and I and I always respond with no it's a special at the end of the year and if you want it you got to get it in those last four months I love it I love it so we'll make sure that that our listening audience has that opportunity Um, so Melissa do you have sort of like one last um, tip or comment around having readings like this and how best to use them, and and also maybe the 
hobby has to go with it? Um, well, I actually, my, I would say my best advice around these types of readings and any type of reading, it doesn't matter whether it's your, your reading for the year. That's a very detailed, specific mm-hmm. reading, but, uh, most readings. Now I get a lot of people who come to me and they just want to know about some guy, whether or not he likes them, <laughs> or they just want to know when their money windfall is coming in. And, you know, it's not that I won't work with those types of clients, but I will tell you, I don't work with them long term mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, I can understand Right. Because for me, a reading should be confirmation of what you already know. Uh, A reading should be able to give you the basic tools that you need to make a decision. But it is not, and I repeat this, it is not a fix-all for your situation for anybody. I don't care who you are. It is, however, advice on where to go from here. And that is really how you should use any kind of, of reading, even a mediumship reading, even if you're connecting with your loved ones in spirit. Your loved ones are there to say, hey, here I am, but they're also there to give you advice on where to go from here. Okay. So, audience, think about this as, as we take our break. You know, getting a reading or um, working with a medium, how that really confirms what you already know as opposed to telling you things that maybe you don't know just yet. So we'll be right back. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. 
or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The Voice America Women's Channel. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And we're talking with Melissa Bruce, who is the heavy metal psychic and a psychic medium and astrologer. And we're having this very rich discussion around predictions and how to use readings, um, why as a leader you'd want to have one, and the fact that it's a tool that you can use to plan ahead. And what do we talk about at the end of the year? We, you know, Starting really in September, we start talking about, well, what's your vision for the next year? And so to have this as a tool to help you with that planning could be really important impressive don't you think Melissa yeah I, I I think it's important to be honest with you and and not just as a planning tool but it keeps you accountable it's it's like working with the moon cycles really <laughs> um, it gives you a, a schedule to work by so that you don't get off track because let's face it we we human beings are like squirrel and you know <laughs> we're off yes, somewhere it, else yeah that's the shiny objects um, and, yes. and the squirrel syndrome <laughs> Uh, yeah and of course being i'm i'm in the human design i'm a generator which means you know i run like the energizer bunny and Mm -hmm. i've always got at least ten thousand things that i could possibly do um and i want to do all of them yes and discernment discernment can be very interesting um so melissa you've been doing this virtually all your life you've you've had i mean at least since you were four years old, you've had the ability to see spirits and to work with them and, and that kind of thing. Have you ever hated what you do? Yes. <laughs> to be <laughs> honest, yes. Um, and, and for a couple of different reasons. Um, the first reason was when I was younger. Um, I tended to have more knowledge about things that um, other kids around me were going through that was, you know, knowledge of... Uh, the fact that those things were bad for me and that I shouldn't do them. And it was to be 15, 16 years old in a world full of people who were dropping acid and doing meth and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It was hard to be that person that's always on the outside. And that hasn't changed. In fact, these days I can't drink anymore. My body won't let me. So I'm constantly on the outside of all the people that are partying and having fun. And you don't understand how funny it is when you're not drunk with them it actually gets really 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 like blah when you're around a bunch of drunk people when you're sober the other reason is I've been doing this as a business for for about 10 years now and um you you do go through periods where you're always helping somebody else with their problems and as an empath I've always had people coming to me and wanting to tell me their life story and all of their problems and after a while I am a human being and after a while it does get to a point where you, you start to feel like hey does anybody care about what I'm going through oh <laughs> uh, yes um 
And no, they don't. They really don't. But I also have um, a mentor, and we actually mentor each other these days, which is pretty awesome uh, mm-hmm. place to be, who I work with when I am in need of something like that, especially when it comes to inner child's work uh, and, and overcoming some of those things. So I'm very fortunate to have that. Most of the time, I love it. But yes, I have hated it and I have wanted to walk away from it. And I have gone through um, those times where I felt like it would just be nice to not have access to this information and be ignorant about what's going on in the world, yes. you know, every now and then, because it can be very scary. Yeah. And it's almost like you want to say, could you just shut that off for just a year um, so that I don't have to see what's going on? So yes. what? Tell you know you have some, had some really severe challenges through your life. Um, how you know how have they one created the woman that you are today, and two, when you're in the middle of them, have you ever just wanted to give up and go work at McDonald's? Um. Yeah, actually, I was um, I was abused as a child. All forms of abuse um, was you know raised told that I was stupid and that I was ugly and that I was fat. I was sexually abused by a grown man who I thought loved me, but I was 13 and, you know, we're not smart when we're 13. We don't know. Um, And, you know, and then as an adult, I've been very blessed to be married for 22 years now to the same man who is wonderful, but I do want to um, choke him to death every once in a while because (laughs) I'm only human too. Um, And, Actually, recently, this 2017 has been a major, it's a one year, first of all, numerologically, and whoever said Mm. new beginnings were easy should be shot, (laughs) personally, (laughs) Um, because they're not, and so it has been, actually, there's been, you know, most of 2017 for me has been a transition year of letting go of old stuff and in order to embrace new stuff, and the new stuff can be really scary, so... um, Um, And I have recently wanted to give it all up and walk away and say, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But then I I, I catch myself and and my guides come through and say, well, you know, um, you have a choice. You can do that if that's what you want to do. However, this is what you're supposed to do. And so and and I do know um, that that this is what I was put on this earth to do. I also understand as a life coach that I can't resonate with my clients who feel they're at rock bottom if I don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So I take those experiences as going back to the beginning again. And this helps keep my ego in check at the same time, going back to the beginning again and really understanding um, how I feel in that situation so that I can help those people that are in that situation currently. Okay, that gives me a whole bunch of questions to ask you. Um, Congratulations, by the way, on 22 years with your husband. I think that's awesome. Uh, we're We're at 42 this year. Um, and I like to say, as Daddy awesome. knows, my husband, yeah, he still curls my toes. And yes, he's, yes. Uh, Mine like too. you. There, there are moments when I would like to throttle him. It's human. <laughs> I, I don't think that, I mean, if, we, if, if anybody had a perfect relationship, there's something wrong with that relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's how I see uh, it. <laughs> so true. 
So you are a life coach and you do work with people. Can uh, Could you give the audience just a sense of how you work with, um, maybe take an example with obviously not giving us the name of the person, but an example of how you take somebody through a challenge with the tools that you have? Well, First of all, I, I do a reading with them and connect with their loved ones on, and it's basic. And I'm not, and, and I also have to say too that anybody who's never had a reading before, this is very important. If you, especially if you're handing money to them, you don't tell them anything. That's mm-hmm. their job is supposed, they're supposed to tell you. If you have a medium who's asking a bunch of questions, take your money back and walk away. Um, because that's not what a reading is all about. So I connect with their guides and, and I help them to, um, with using their guides, their guides will tell me some of the obstacles that they're going through. And mm-hmm. from there, um, <clears throat> we move into how to jump over those obstacles. Now, a lot of times there's a lot of inner child things um, that a lot of people um, have a hard time with. For instance, what I had said before, growing up being told that I was stupid. You know, every single time I come up with an idea, I automatically um, downplay it because of that pre-programmed I'm stupid thing that's going on in my head, which by the way, I'm an Aquarian. I'm actually brilliant. Just to show you. Of course you are. We know that. But because of that experience, I always would play it down. And so what my mentor did was she taught me how to pre-program that to get, not necessarily get rid of that mind perception, but be but have the courage to be able to say, no, I'm not stupid to myself and I'm going to go do this anyway. So it doesn't have the same power over me anymore. And that's what I do in terms of life coaching for others. Melissa, you say that we shouldn't give the reader um, any information about us. Uh, if we're paying the money, you know, they are supposed to be telling us. But in this world of the internet and Google and all of that stuff, how, how, how do we know that they aren't pulling all that information from the internet? Well, you don't. Um, I have had clients who, um, they add me to Facebook, but they don't give me access to their page you know, Mm -hmm. as a form of, you know, not allowing me to see those things. I personally don't go looking for information on the internet from people, but we really don't know because there is so much information out there that's public on people. So, um, I think that the, the, the best way that I can answer this question is, you know, when you're looking for a medium, go with your gut intuition. If if it feels like, um, you know, maybe they're picking up on things that might be on your social media and not necessarily on somebody in spirit who has passed and even Mm -hmm. seeing on social media, somebody saying, I miss my mom. Okay. I know obviously that mom has passed, but I can't find the personal details about mom that are going to link this person to their mother. And that's where you know you're with a true medium and not necessarily somebody who's giving you very basic information about what you would show to the public, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes perfect sense. You are also talking about your inner critic. 
And I know my grandmother is my inner critic, and she tells me all the time, you should never talk in front of groups of people. You can't make your own friends. I mean, there's all sorts of of, um, rules that she has set up for me. So how do you work with the inner critic to quiet it down or at least to be able to say thank you and I don't need that right now or, or whatever tools you might use? And actually, to be honest with you, that's basically what I do. When the inner critic comes up, um, and, and first, the first step is identifying that it's even happening. And I have a quick right. story about that. I got really, really sick a few years ago, and I went from a size 12 to a size 0. It was bad. And I didn't have any clothes that fit me. Everything that I had, I looked like a bag lady. And <laughs> my son was graduating high school, and I didn't want to look like a bag lady. And my husband pulls this shirt out and says, yeah. I haven't worn this in years. You should wear it. And the first thing that came out of my mouth, I swear, was I can't wear that. I'm going to look fat. Because the last time I wore it, I had like a belly roll and I don't like people seeing the belly roll. And he says, and he says, you you couldn't look fat in anything. And I had to think about that. Where did that come from? Because Mm -hmm. he's right. There's nothing that I could do to, to look fat. And it came from childhood. It came from somebody pinching this little bit of skin on my belly and saying, hey, you don't want to get fat like your mom. You better be careful. And Mm -hmm. that mentality actually kept me from gaining weight when I needed to gain weight. So at that point, I am being able to identify that I can say, I'm not going to get overweight like my mother. That's not my goal. I don't want to do that. But I do need to put some weight on so that I don't look like a 12-year-old boy when I'm 35 years old. (laughs) I didn't like that. Um, And um, so the first step is being able to identify it. The second step is to actually do something about it so that when that mentality pops up and says, you can't do that or starts giving me um, these different... um, what I call stoppers in front of me, I have the choice to say, I choose not to see that stopper in front of me. I choose not to listen to, you know, the the negative chatter going on in my head. I choose to see the positive. And then I work through it like that. And people, just so you know, you do that for the rest of your life. It never, the negative never stops. You have to be on top of it. Well, and it it often comes down to, you know, you think you've eradicated it, you've done whatever rituals or anything you need to, you move on. But as you evolve and you change, the critic comes back oftentimes in, to me at least, in slightly a different way. Yes. So that I'm working on on it in a different way because of where I am um, spiritually, emotionally, um, in my business and that kind of thing. So, right. Melissa, tell tell us all where are you going where am i going yeah what's your future i was gonna say don't follow me because i don't know (laughs) 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 i'm usually told where i'm going when i'm gonna go but um i do have a couple of plans and um i will be organizing a heavy metal psychic tour i do do parties i do mediumship parties i love doing them and i'd like to tour the country doing these said parties and you know it gives me a chance to travel as well i would also love to do a tour in england because i've always wanted to go i'm so jealous that you're going to scotland linda (laughs) without taking you in my suitcase but i don't think it could fit no no maybe five years ago i could have but not anymore no and um there's i have to tell you there's this this really cool ad and it's for shipping your golf clubs 
I think it's by FedEx. And so he has a golf, he has one golf club bag and then the other one keeps moving. And the guy says, so is that your husband? So she'd actually yes. put his hus- her husband <laughs> into a golf bag. Anyways, yes. So you want right. to go to England. So yeah, I I I'm I would take I'm taking the heavy metal psychic on the road and becoming a mobile medium, and um, at the same time I would like to also do some events where I'm on stage actually doing uh, full mediumship in front of other people. So okay. that's terrific, and thank you, Melissa, so very much for being here on the show. It has been a delight, and I've learned a whole lot. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. So, audience, if you have any questions or you want to see how to dig deeper into the art of herding cats, or you're interested in the leadership inspiration program, please check out the website at www.dare2dreamwithlinda.com. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.